And hello, Jets fans, and welcome to Rich Sports Talk. This is our fourth version of the New York Jets mock draft. Of course, just a little reminder, this is a three-round mock draft. We will get to the seven-round mock drafts as we get past the free agency point. Makes it a little bit easier for me. But until then, we're going to be focused on a New York Jets three-round mock draft. These are my picks, who I believe the Jets will select based off of what Joe Douglas has done in the past. And of course, let's get right into it. With the fourth overall pick, I have the Jets taking Kayvon Thibodeau, the defensive end out of Oregon. Now, I know there's been a lot of speculation that has come out. There's been a lot of people that have come out and said that they are concerned about his work ethic and his motor on the field, but there's two huge reasons why I don't think the Jets will pass on this opportunity. Number one, Robert Sal already said it in Mobile. They said that the big thing on their defense is they need to improve the defensive line because if they can improve that unit, it improves the other two back-end units on the defense. And number two, you can make the case that Thibodeau could be the most physically gifted player in this entire draft. And the Jets feel confident that he is an elite edge rusher and really give them their first great edge presence since John Abraham did merely 15 years ago. I just think it's going to be too much of an opportunity to pass up because there's a lot of good in this draft. There's only really three players that really stick out above the rest in terms of how good they potentially can be, and Thibodeau fits that mold. And given how much the Jets want to build their pass rush, and just the thought of having Thibodeau on the other side of Carl Lawson when you have Quinton Williams and John Franklin Myers in the middle is just something that I can't see the Jets passing up on. At number 10, I have the Jets taking Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. And I understand that this seems a bit early, and I do think the Jets are going to likely trade the 10th pick back to move back. But in this scenario, let's say the Jets cannot find a trade partner at number 10. Do they take Penning a little bit early? Yes, but here's a couple of things that I really think stick out. Number one is, it was clear the Jets loved this kid at the Senior Bowl. Joe Douglas was seen talking to him a considerable amount of time. They loved his attitude, playing pissed off, playing physical. But the biggest reason of all the second-tier offensive linemen, which I think Penning leads, Penning offers great versatility. He showed it at Mobile. He can play all four positions outside of center, and that is appealing to the Jets because in a perfect world, they put him at right guard. He's their starting guard next year. But given the injury history with Mekhi Becton, if they need to move him to a tackle spot, he can easily do that. There's a lot to be done with his technique. There's little things that can be done to improve that technique. But you just look at the physicality, the raw tools that he has, and just how much of a bully he can be on the offensive line. This, to me, is one of those players, like if Joe Douglas could create a player, it would be Trevor Penning. And I just think that the Jets are not going to pass up on this opportunity to get a versatile offensive lineman that to help protect Zach Wilson, but also offer them scheme versatility to give them a player that could fill out multiple positions. And then I have a trade. I have the Jets trading up, trading the pick 35 and a fourth round pick to get into the mid twenties to select Traylon Burks, the wide receiver out of Arkansas at 6'3, 232 pounds. He basically is a linebacker playing receiver. And you saw in college operate a lot in the slot but he was also second in the nation yards after catch. And look, believe London and Williams will go first. Burks is going to fall a little bit into the 20s. And at that point, the Jets are likely going to school. But even if they get a good receiver in free agency or in the trade market, just really like the size that he offers. And to me, 
he could be this team's Debo Samuel because especially in Arkansas, you saw them use him a lot in jet sweeps in the running game as a receiver. He offers that versatility. And even though I like Elijah Moore running the football, Burks with that size and that build can take a little bit more punishment. He offers a unique tool that the Jets can move around in this offense, outside, inside, in the backfield. Just a key cog that could really help Zach Wilson's development and give this offense another key weapon. In the second round, I have them going with Jeremy Ruckert, the tight end out of Ohio State. Here is the key reason why I have the Jets taking Ruckert. They talked at nauseum about a lot of the tight ends, but if you really listen, Ron Middleton and this coaching staff really liked Ruckert. They loved his ability. They loved his being afraid of not getting into contact. They liked his ability to stretch the field. And look, Ruckert didn't get an opportunity produced just because of that's Ohio State's offense. They didn't go through him, but... When he was targeted, he was highly effective and a playmaker. Just look at this. The highest passer ratings for wide receivers slash tight ends in the Big Ten over the past three years. This is in terms of quarterbacks completing the football. Listen to this list. Terry McLaurin, number one. Number two, Jeremy Rucker. Number three, Chris Olave. Number four, Garrett Wilson. And number five, Paris Campbell. I'd say that's pretty good company. And it shows that even though he was rarely used, when he did get the football, he made plays. This is a five-star kid. He's a kid from Long Island. I think the fan base will also get juice out of this. I'm not saying that's why they'll make this pick, but Ruckert of all the tight ends has the most untapped potential, and the Jets got to work with him exclusively in Mobile. And from all indications, they fell in love with this kid down the Senior Bowl. And in the third round, I have them going with Cole Strange, the interior offensive lineman from Chattanooga, Strange made quite the impact in Mobile, not only for on the field, but becoming viral for this old school one bar helmet. I mean, a lot of people got to kick out that. But here's the thing. Now, a lot of people might hate this pick because in a perfect world, Strange might not even play next year. And I know what a lot of you are going to say. Well, wait a minute. It's the third round pick. Don't you want them to have a big impact on the team next year? And yes, but here's the thing. While he may not start, he gives them a high upside interior offensive lineman that they can build around. Again, I really love Strange's athleticism. He is a really underrated athlete, was really good at pulling in the Senior Bowl. I love his athleticism, but I think people are going to look down upon him because he's merely an interior offensive lineman from a small school. So being able to fall here, I believe the Jets have a second-round grade on him. And because he's sitting here in the third round, they're not going to pass up on this opportunity. And don't forget... What happened at the end of last year? Connor McGovern was hurt. The guards were hurt. I mean, the Jets were down to their third and second string offensive linemen. And here's the other key piece. Connor McGovern, I don't think they're going to cut him. But long term, could they get out of his deal? And could they groom Strange into the center? He did take snaps in Mobile. He could be a long-term answer potentially at center. But more importantly, like I said earlier, the injury history with Makai Becton. If Becton goes down and then you have to kick Penning out to tackle, now you have a high-end guard that can come in and play right away. If Connor McGovern has to miss two or three games, you have a high-end backup there. We saw it all last year in the NFL when offensive linemen went down and there was a lot of injuries, teams were not able to recover. And the Jets did a good job addressing some of that depth last year, but strange to me is not only an elite depth piece, but he's a potential future starter and another key building block to put in front of Zach Wilson, protect Zach Wilson, and also to help this running game going forward. 
And that's our mock draft. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our latest mock drafts, including the seven rounders, which will be coming after free agency. And of course, more great New York Jets content, including live streams, reaction posts, and individual posts coming on Rich Sports Talk. And again, check out our community page. We love to have polls there. We love to get your reaction, and we love to hear what videos you would like for us to make. But until next time, I'm Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.